Y'all ready? Turn it up. Here we go. Turn up your radio right now. Right now. ESPN West Palm tonight is on ESPN 1063. Now, now, now. Here's Cyrus Whitting. Super Bowl 58 has come and gone. The Kansas City Chiefs defeating the San Francisco 49ers 25 to 22 in overtime as Patrick Mahomes seals his third Super Bowl MVP. Here with us on ESPN West Palm tonight to give us his thoughts on Super Bowl 58 is our ESPN front office insider Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins. Mike T, now that you have had a little time to digest the game, what were your biggest takeaways from Super Bowl 58? When you look back at the game, there was probably a dozen plays or so that could have gone either way, and we could be easily talking about the San Francisco 49er world champions. Sure. Uh, Just the second time in Super Bowl history that we've had a game go into overtime with this being the the first year that a touchdown would not win it on the opening possession. Of course, unless that was scored by the defense. One of the main points of debate, Mike T., this week has been whether Kyle Shanahan made a a mistake in in taking the ball first in overtime. Did you think that was the wrong decision in the moment, or is it more of a, you know, hindsight 2020 thing? I thought he made a mistake in the moment. Um, I said it on Sports Center immediately after the game. Uh, you were probably watching, uh, you know, Taylor Swift kiss Travis Kelsey instead of missing, you know, tremendous football insight on ESPN. But I digress. Um, we had talked about how um, critical it was to give, you know, Patrick Mahomes as the few opportunities as possible. And to me, like, why would you give him four downs when you're only giving yourself, you know, three downs? Just more on the overtime period, uh, the Niners drove down the field, kicked a field goal, meaning that the Chiefs, like you said, Mike D, had essentially four downs where it was do or die to get into field goal range. One thing that, that Tony Roma was pointing out on the broadcast was that San Francisco's defense was playing a little soft uh, in the overtime, you know, playing five guys 10 yards off the ball. Was that something you noticed as well, where, where you were maybe surprised that, that San Francisco elected to play an unaggressive style of defense? You know, it's funny you say that. I totally agree with that. And I'll take it a step further. On that fourth down play, you know, it seems to me that, um, like, I don't know, to me, I felt like if you have them at fourth and one, why not just go, you know, zero blitz, bring 11 guys, and, like, we're going to get this thing over with right here, right now. It's Mm -hmm. one yard, and we're going to – I was thinking very similar, in particular, on that fourth down play. Here with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, discussing Super Bowl 58. Mike T, backing up even further, I want to go to the third quarter when the Niners had multiple opportunities to take a a two-score lead. Instead, the Niners went three and out on their first three drives of, of the second half. And on those three possessions, Mike T, Christian McCaffrey, one carry for no gain, I was sort of curious why you thought the Niners seemingly bailed on the run coming out of halftime. Yeah, very fair question. Um, I don't know. You know, when we got to the overtime, Cyrus, like to me, if you had not been watching the game and you were just watching the first play of overtime as the first play of the game, it was very clear to me that the best conditioned player on the field was Christian McCaffrey. Mm. 
staying on the topic of the, of the Niners offense, Mike T, personally, I thought Brock Purdy played well. I, I think he could have played better, sure. But look, you can make the argument that he, he played better than any of the other quarterbacks that the Chiefs faced in the playoffs. What was your assessment of Brock Purdy's Super Bowl performance? I thought he played well. You know, I mean, look, a couple of throws he liked to have back, but I thought he played well. I don't think he's really the reason they lost the game. I don't know how you feel, but like, I thought he was solid. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I don't think he's the reason they lost the game. He, he got them in a position to, to win the game multiple times. Uh, and, and, you know, on the other side, unfortunately, as, as we've been saying all week, and as Tony Roma and Jim Nance said, unfortunately, you know, there was Patrick Mahomes on the other side who who got it done. But And like you said, Mike T, there's probably a few throws that, that Brock Purdy would like to have back, but I don't think there's a, a game that's ever been played where a quarterback has not made some throws where he'd like to have back. So, yeah, I, I think he played pretty well. O- on that topic, look, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that Brock Purdy proved that he's the quarterback of the future for the Niners, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but, you know, the way things change in the NFL and the fact that Brock Purdy has another year on his extremely cheap contract, do, do you think it's it's too early to, to make that claim and say, yep, he, he's going to be the guy for the Niners really for the rest of the decade? Uh, hypothetically. Well, I think you certainly have to pay him in a year barring something unforeseen. So, um, I, you know, we got a whole year to figure that out, but mm-hmm. gosh, I, I mean, on them, I, I feel like I got the guy. He played, look, it, if they, if they don't have fumble the punt, the extra point, like we may very easily be talking about the world champion 49ers. No doubt. No doubt. A couple more things here with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, Mike T discussing next steps, for the 49ers, we know that they are going to look a little bit different on defense. They parted ways with defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, a decision that I think shocked a lot of people around the NFL. Mike T, for you, agree or disagree with the Niners' decision to move on from Coach Wilkes? Vehemently disagree. And clearly, that was something that was going on well before you know the game. Because like we just talked about, like they had a real chance to win the game. So something must have happened either you know, philosophically or otherwise, like who should be playing. Like that was just really weird to see. Got to wrap things up with the victors, the Kansas City Chiefs. They become the first team in almost 20 years to win back-to-back Super Bowls, including their third Lombardi trophy in five years. Also the third Super Bowl MVP for Patrick Mahomes, which of course has led to even more GOAT greatest of all time talk in comparison with Tom Brady and even for me as a Chiefs fan, I, I think he's got a long way to go before he, he reaches Brady, who really has had really had three different Super Bowl careers uh, over the stretch of his two dec- decades in the NFL. But, you know, we like to play around with the, the Mount Rushmore uh, of things, you know, the top four guys. Mike T, do, do you think Patrick Mahomes has put himself on the mountain, so to speak, as, as a top four quarterback of all time? No, but boy, he's got, I mean, he's <laughs> off to just, uh, you know, an iconic start. You know, I think that's part of that discussion to me is going to be about, you know, longevity. But boy, is he off to a great start. No doubt about it. Mike T, as always, appreciate the time. Appreciate your thoughts on Super Bowl 58. Looking forward to uh, tackling the beginning of the NFL offseason with you next week. All right. Thanks so much. Great stuff, as always, from our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. Again, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins. We're going to take a break here on ESPN West Palm tonight. Talk about the upcoming election season, how important it is to go out and vote. That's next 
on ESPN 106.3.